Uh, Rod, Rod's quite, he leans in and he says, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about being here, man. Boom. We are talking about being live at the WTGS 2021 Fall Symposium where we're unmasking new plays in the Permian Basin. I got to wait. I got to wait. Make sure we're going live. You know, we don't know if the camera's running. (laughs) So we're live. We just got the the nod. And I'm happy to be here, man. I'm happy to see you. I'm literally, I'm happy, man. And I see happy people. I see happy people. I see a good vibe and I see excitement. And at the same time, geologically, the technical stuff, the innovations are just skyrocketing right in front of us. Like we're on that front line. We caught the wave. We're on it. Right? And now let's move forward, doing the yep. best we got with what we have. Right on. Best we got with what we have. So that's the PBE podcast. And we're going to go live with Ronco Bianco. Yes, sir. <laughs> introduces himself as Ronnie Bianco. Yes, Eddie. <laughs> Wave. He didn't know what to do. He's like, there's I was to told I had to be there. more professional this time when I was on the microphone. I don't know what to say anymore. Hey. What do, I, what do I do with Limits my hands? Shit, I got it out. Sure. Okay. It's out there. Everybody can relax. This carpet is from Ron Bianco. Thank you for donating this oh, carpet, by the way. Oh, my pleasure for the Baptist carpet. The red that carpet. Was awesome. Vintage yes. red. Red yes. carpet. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Bell Geospace. Bell Geospace has the gravity data that you need in the Permian Basin to see the structures below your reservoir, to see the structures in the reservoir and above. It's all connected. It all has a lot to say and a lot to do with how much oil, brine, or gas you're getting. You need the data to make better wells. You got to contact Julianne Sharples, Sharples at bellgeo.com or go to bellgeo.com, check out their data, check out what they're providing in their FTG, full tensor gravity gradiometry, The data is very high resolution. We did an exciting show, episode 91 with Bell Geospace, interpreting some of that data. Contact them today. Drill better wells. Let's go. This episode of PBE Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Geolog. Geolog offers cost-effective, lab-quality, quantitative, real-time formation evaluation and reservoir characterization solutions to improve well placement, production forecasting, and optimizing of completions. They even have a service that can monitor bitware while drilling. I've actually utilized their services while drilling wells in the Permian Basin, and we were highly impressed with the data acquisition process and the quality of the interpretations. These guys at Geolog are passionate about the data they collect each day at every well site. They've been doing it for 40 years. They are passionate about drill cuttings, passionate about mud gas data, passionate about what the data means and how the data can add value to an asset. They probably collect the most amount of drill cuttings and mud gas data globally each day of any privately owned surface mud logging company. Geolog always employ a consistent quantitative analytical methodology, whether on the well site or back at the lab. So data collected at one well can be compared in another well. We'll be doing a podcast with Dr. Guy Oliver, Geolog's Director of Energy Transition and Data Science, who will be talking more about what Geolog does and diving more into the types of data they collect. Let's just run through. Troy Tittlemeyer, PB Podcast host. Skips, what do we got? Over here we have a couple Permian legends. First and foremost, Stoney Pollock. 
probably the best, I'm going to say, one of the best, if the best geologist in the Permian Basin. I'm going to second that. I'll second that. Yeah. Pretty still. He could second that. He could second that. Settle down. Yeah. Yeah. We don't hey, need to man. come out hey. firing at all hey. cylinders. Hey. I'm the best. I mean, January is raised time. I got to show respect, man. Respect is due. And we have another fellow Geo, Andrew from Fairfield. Andrew Lewis. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Soon to be the best. <laughs> one day. <laughs> Lofty aspirations. <laughs> and then this side, who do we got? Uh, well, we got Ronco Bianco, the Chilling. geophysicist. Chilling. Right. Faskin geophysicist. Yes. Chilling. As well. As the legendary Bruce Carr. Bruce Carr. Ooh, yeah. Legendary. The legendary Bruce legendary. Carr. History of Bruce Carr goes back a long ways on the seismic side. You, you really yeah, understand yeah. the difference of what the trace data, what the recording capabilities of old seismic versus the recording capabilities of new seismic. That's what you have been doing out here for so long, and you put together a high trace density data set for us to evaluate. We have posters of it. We're making discoveries yeah, yeah. here. It's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah, it's all about, uh, you know, analyzing what these guys are trying to do and then uh, trying to figure out what are the holes that we didn't collect in the past. Yeah. Uh, and then say, okay, how do we go out and get that information? And then what can we do with that information? And it's going to open a whole new can of worms, a whole new set of doors. Wow. I believe so. Man, that's <laughs> exciting. Uh, Skippo, you've seen the data. It's gorgeous. I mean, yeah. it is beautiful. It is, it is beautiful. From anyone who can appreciate good seismic data, it is beautiful. Onshore seismic data, and this is Summit Burma. This well, is people that you talk well, to. Permi Permian data specifically. I'm going to yeah. say compared to the other data sets that I've seen in the Permian, it is beautiful. Nice. Yeah. It's a good word. Yeah. Maybe we need to explain why. Yeah. Ah, Stoney. Uh, He's the producer of the show. Why is tell. it beautiful? Why is <laughs> Why? That's the question. Stony. Now, to be honest and to be fair, get me your, behind your eyes on this. How long have you actually been interpreting the data? Because it takes a long time to get it, acquire and shake and get it all processed. I mean, that is a major development that you guys are all been intimately involved with. How much interpretation have you been able to sit down and just chew on on this stuff? That's Ron. Well, I mean, where do you want to start? How long will you be in concept? Bruce long? and I have yeah, been messing with this for a The question is, is how long will it take you to interpret this? Oh, that's, no, that's the easy part. <laughs> <laughs> Once you guys give it to me, I can do the magic and years, make everything make sense. Uh, 14 years. Uh, I mean, I was, okay, Bruce so, and I have been doing this for four years. It was, it was a year of concept Yeah, from so nothing. run us through the timeline. When do we start? Yeah. That, you know... Uh, I mean, honestly, I called every contractor in the Permian and said, look, let's not talk about money. Let's do this. Let's just do this as an academic exercise. I want double-digit fold at the queen. I want to see the channels. I want to see what wow, the freshwater aquifer is at the top. How do we do this? And Bruce was the only one that got excited. Yeah. And actually wanted to be a part and wasn't like, well, you know, the, you know I got to talk to my mother. Bruce <laughs> is just like, let's go. Like, what's up? Who was that? That was it. You don't want to know the guy's name. He's standing over there right now looking. He knows. That's Bruce. <laughs> That's Brucey Brew right there. Uh, but no, we, that took a year. Oh, and when we God. finally got it down, then it took, it took about a year to convince the Faskin family to buy into it. And wow. now it's been two years of Collection geologic, geophysical interpretations. Um, wow. Well, That's before that, before that, I'm, I'm we happy were, to be a part. Yeah, before that, we were trying to do a smaller part because our our oldest data was on the west side of the ranch, mm -hmm. on the shelf, and uh, we finally we decided, you know, let's not just do pieces because we, 
you know, Bruce had gone had through and merged all, all these the pieces. pieces for us. I'm tired of putting we, pieces we together. We did the best we could with that data, and we and we did all right with it. But we really had to acquire at this level the whole thing, and it ended up being how many squares total, along with Mud City? Two Four, yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's 570 Five hundred seventy with our uh, piece was two sixty five ish. Yeah, you got tails around the outside and stuff. So you got you're you're up to two seventy eight. Wow. And you're at half fold at the edge of the ranch on the on the east side, and the north side, and you're at full fold and more on the on the west side where it's steep. So it's because of the central which, basin which platform. We, yeah, we've never been able to define that that platform that margin before. Really? So that's what uh, that's what this data is going to enable. Define us to do. it specifically in uh, your reservoir horizon, or define it structurally through the whole well, section. It migrates, you know. Yeah. So yeah. so you got your you know your Lower Paleozoic Tobosa Basin. No carbonate, and then, really. Yeah, and, and then you got your, you know, your end of the Mississippian, end of the Pennsylvanian. We popped up the platform. Central Basin platform. And we up. just see noise up through that whole interval and on up into your Grayberg. And everybody always thought, well, the Grayberg's connected from the platform off to the platform. But uh, if you saw Charlie's talk this morning, um, Fantastic. The Guadalupian yeah. sequences, Fantastic. you know, are, and, and we're able, we're going to be able to define those those sequences in Each. full from the platform to the middle, because nobody's ever messed with the Midland Basin before. It's always been in the Delaware because you got the Guadalupes you can tie back to. Jeez, uh, absolutely. Yeah, Charlie's talk this morning was wow. perfect. I was sitting there going, "Yeah, I think I saw that." Ooh, yep. What about that? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it was, it was good, good stuff. stuff. No, it is. It is. I know it is because I, I got to work with you guys setting up the show, like kind of talking about the data and talk, giving us some, some history on this stuff. I mean, you guys have had a heck of a team working on this data set for sure. And the va- no. So the value is sequence stratigraphy timelines, shallow data that you actually have to look at. You're actually looking at data that's been captured of the shallow. You're talking to the, the hazards Stoney, what, of... What, what, what do you think is the shallowest, or Ron, what do you think is the shallowest? Shallowest is probably... Santa Rosa. Is, what's that? Santa Rosa. Well, depth-wise, where are we at there? But for oil reservoirs, we're talking uh, well, Grayberg Queen, yep. but we developed the Santa Rosa, which is the Triassic, at a thousand feet. Thousand so you feet. Can, you, you think you can, so? We developed the Santa Rosa for frack water, and we we can see. You're mapping, like mapping the Santa Rosa, feet. and yes. that is the entire point. Is this you know in, de- in devising this survey? It's you know we're very lucky to be at Faskin where. If it makes oil, like we're, we're in the business of selling oil commodities, right? We're not in the business of selling shares. So if there's hydrocarbons on this ranch, they want to monetize it. And so the point in doing this was, I mean, this is an all-encompassing 3D. And it's the first one I've ever heard of or worked where we can prospect the freshwater reserves. We need to produce the wells outside of just finding the reservoirs, mapping those out, and having deep enough targets so we can dispose of it. So you're talking about a 3D that really you can do everything you need from surface start to, to finish. Basement. Yeah. Surface well, to basement. That was surface. a There's no change. reprocessing this basement thing for surface. the wolf so camp or it. anything like that. This is a this is a product that a that a geoscientist can use start to finish at this company and bring and add that value to that company. That's what our job is. Our job is to make it easier as easy as possible for the engineers to get the oil out of the ground and sell it down the pipe. The better we are at that, the better everything goes. So That's, how long was the timeline of like figuring out kind of the shortcomings of what you had and then how to get what you actually needed? Because there's so much extra data we're collecting. 100 times trace density is where we're at. 100 times. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a completely different picture. I've, 
the structural complexity, the stratigraphic complexity, um, and then going back to the shallow reservoirs. I mean, seeing how fractured that and def- how much deformation is in the Santa Rosa. It, it, I've never seen anything like this before. What? To be honest. You're seeing that kind of stuff in the Santa Rosa mm-hmm. aquifer. That's why. That's Dude, what we were talking yeah. earlier. If, if we reshot this kind of thing to, to image the uh, the Capitan up in the Northwest Shelf in uh, oh, Eddy County, oh yeah, oh my God, we're trying. Do you imagine actually <laughs> wow. being able to image all those interfering sands coming wow. off the, the salts? That'd be amazing. I was going to say, yeah, the Delaware way, Mountain Group. I think you'd see a whole lot more detail there. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was going to say the way the Yeso would have been developed itself too would have been just absolute. Oh my gosh. Absolute. It's the uh, Yeso, the Northwest yeah. Shelf Yeso yeah. play. I'm, I know that's bread Blunderry and butter, dude. Paddock yeah. and all that, dude. Yeah. Wow. Okay, I was blown away because we're talking about Triassic. <laughs> you were talking about the Santa Rosa Triassic age, and you're seeing structure, obvious structure through that. That's capturing the structure during Triassic time. You know, after Pangaea's come to a close, after all that settled out, and then you got Triassic sediment and reservoirs, and they're breaking a specific way based on the regional. You know, tectonics, and you're seeing that, and, and that's important in the story. I mean, that's, that's super important in the structural story of that whole system. Wow. Did you guys see Zeph's talk? Zeph Zapolsky. Did you see his thesis? It was built on the back of Skip's thesis. The yeah. lineaments, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. those lineaments. Wow. I thought that the significance there, I thought, Skip's. <laughs> tell me one significance from his talk, Skip's. You start, and then I'm going to tell you what I got from his talk. As far as how those lineaments propagated through the Goldsmith Field? Oh, please. Yeah, yeah. you talk about that because I'm talking about the deeper part. Oh, well, the deep part itself, right, the Dorbeck paper, beautiful, right, talking about block rotation and what's going on structurally above it. But in particular is when you look at the production of that Goldsmith Field and you overlay those lineaments over it, mm-hmm. you can look and see, you know, these wells or these lineaments are either A, thief zones where, you know, you're water flooding and that's what's taking your water, or B, you know, across these lineaments, how's the production overall, right? Wow. It's, it's really going to be like a, a test to see as far as, hey, when we sweep and when we design this sweep, all right, are we going to utilize these faults or are we going to stay away from them? Right on. That's pretty cool. Did you watch his talk? Totally. Did you watch his talk, Bruce? You got one for his talk? I did not get that one in. But I, oh, I, I got access to the virtual so I can go back and watch it. That's right. <laughs> ah, yes, you ah, I see what you did there. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that was and, I, and what everyone in this hall <laughs> should be doing. Right. <laughs> you go back and rewatch. You definitely can go ah. back, rewatch, pause, stop, yeah, rewind. Yeah. Very cool. Accessible for six months, right? Six months. Six months. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. So did Ron sum that up pretty good then as far as the value that you guys are getting, Stoney, out of the, uh, you know, it's, as an operator, you're just, if you're getting all this new data in, compiling it, making sense of it. You need to ask us that in about six months <laughs> oh, to because, you know, we're still waiting on the final, <laughs> yeah. final data. Right. It's oh, coming yeah. November yeah, 1st. Yeah, we're we're, we're close to the final P-wave data, the compressional P-wave data. P-wave data. So, we, you know... We'll talk about that stuff later, but we wow. got a whole new set of uh, shear wave data coming out of this. Here we go. Which will be uh, a groundbreaker. Now, don't get, don't get me started now. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and that, that was the point. Like that, it was not like you that's a byproduct. That's that ultimately was, the This point. was designed to collect that and try to be the first to actually prove the effects of shear out here. It's, it's not a byproduct. We did this all by design. So economics aside, economics aside, I need to know what are you most excited about as far as a geologist about this? 
The pers- personally, personally, <laughs> economics aside, economics aside, economics yeah. aside, just yeah. geolo- just just, the, just the rock st- man. So if you're we, in, in your brain, you've been looking at this data we, on this ranch for so long. Okay, so the, for the first time, we we were be able to adequately characterize the faults on the survey. Wow! Before we just saw noise that you know we knew there was a fault there. Here, I think we're going to be able to tell exactly how, you know, the movement, the kinematics of some of these faults. What, what about the facies wow. changes? Are you going to be able to detect the facies changes coming off the platform? Absolutely. That, and that's, that would be equally exciting about it, <laughs> as, as seeing what's... Because before, mm-hmm. the platform edge was just noise. So now what, we'll be able to see those terminations. Uh-huh. Why, was, why was the platform noise before? Uh, ah. It's pretty basic. I mean, it's simple. And the reason we collected those three VSPs, like full walkaways, is because yeah. you, can't, you can't shoot seismic data over from a platform to deep basin and assign it the easy velocity that your team gets in the deep basin expect it's going to be totally transverse. I mean, yeah. you, have, you have platform carbonates that do not have the same velocity as transitional For sure. slope carbonates out to the deep basin. It's, it's an entirely work system. So by adding these different these three VSPs in these areas, you minimize so all that. So do you think the corrects. velocities were wrong on the initial? I promise I you, they were wrong. Yes. They were wrong. I did. Them. But they, they were <laughs> real wrong. Yeah, like, it's the first time we've had a true. I'm not gonna say Because <laughs> I mean, maturing. Uh, they're very incorrect, and that's why you just get noise anytime on that break. It, it, any data that I've seen. So that, that's the mo- that's one of the more exciting things about this, to be honest. Sorry. I mean, hell yeah. Oh, that was a good answer. I, I appreciate that. That was, a good, that was a good answer. That was good. You guys were right. Yeah. But, no, no, no. But, well, I mean, piggybacking off of that, I think Ron makes an extremely good point, right? When these surveys are designed, right? I'm surprised. What? Don't sound surprised. <laughs> yeah, for most people, it's surprising. But. <laughs> You know, it's good. Good job, Ron. But what do you want me to do? Pat you on the back? <laughs> Give him a cookie. Yeah. Yeah. Give him a cookie. But no, yeah. I think that is taking that into account is so important, right? Is because, hey, when we're dealing with those platform carbonates versus when you're dealing with the deep basin, right? When you acquire that seismic, right? It's everything's usually cookie cutter, right? We're going to do this all the same. And then they come back and they're like, oh, why is the data not good? And it's like, well... You know, these are things that you needed to think about from a geologic perspective before you even went out there and, like, created the, the acquisition parameters. You know what I mean? That's interesting. It makes me think uh, you love? You're not live. Uh, they, they shut you down, is man? That, train. <laughs> is that thing broken? Yeah. Did it just break on us? It doesn't, want to ha- it doesn't want to hear what I have to say is what it's telling me. <laughs> this one's not doing anything to the speaker. Keep going. Just keep going. Okay, uh, try Thank to recover you. from this. Oh, we got water. This is a p- perfect break. Like, yeah, catch that anything, man. I, hey, I catch anything you throw you at me. You probably a beer, didn't you? Anything. Nah, Baseball, beach ball, horseshoe. Oh, oh. I would have caught that. No problem. <laughs> I, just I, I had that thing. Yeah, oh, break it. I saw that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Here they come. Oh, over the top. Oh, I almost had the reflection. Uh. Try one more time. <laughs> this is a perfect break right now. My eye-hand coordination, it's oh, like live. I go into we're the Matrix. Again. When uh, we're good. All right. We're good. Is it? No more. No Quick more. Oh, all right. One more. Uh, <laughs> look at he's ready, to, rock. He's, he's ready to throw. We, uh, all right, end of the show. Okay. Uh, man. All right. Where was I going on this Acquisition parameters. Acquisition. Uh, and what Bruce was talking about. So, Bruce, the understanding of the velocity change 
between the original shoot and the last shoot, you got me locked into the idea that when we shoot seismic, you don't have a, here's a, here's the parts you have, you know, you don't have much information about what it is. You're kind of going into this chaos and you're pulling out from the chaos things that make sense and, and that the geology is, is doing to the sound, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we're, we're, we're collecting an acoustic wave that travels through the earth here. And to do that, you need to sample it uh, from, a, from a near point to get it to anchor a near offset, which we didn't do in the past. Uh, and then you need to anchor it with far offsets, which we didn't do very good in the past right. either. And then you really need to anchor it with full azimuthal uh, directions. You have to, have to have stuff coming in from all angles. Yeah. If you get all of that, now you can build velocity models. Because the old velocity models didn't have enough offset to give you the right velocity. You can use a lot of velocities to flatten that out. And as you're coming off the platform, if some of that stuff is changing anyway, uh, velocity-wise, some of it's slowing down because it's got more shale. Some of it's speeding up because it's getting carbonated as it thins out. Wow. So you have this lateral velocity thing going on, but you had a minimal amount of information to calculate that information. Wow. We're fully calculating wow. that now Dude, that's out amazing. to 40, 45 degrees. Um, and so that's, that's, in, that's a big deal. That was a piece of the puzzle that was missing before. Wow. Uh, and so that was one of the criteria was to get that information. Can, I don't mean to put anybody on the spot, but can we talk about wh why are we going to do this like this on every shoot moving forward? Or was this like economically special in some way? I mean, no. This is I where think we a big part go. of it's just, you know, there's a lot of data out there. There's a lot yeah. of, you know, well logs and things that, you can integrate into processing. So in, in addition to just tight sampling and doing things right on the acquisition side, make use of all your other data, integrate everything else you have in an area, because a lot of this stuff's been shot before. Sea Ranch was shot before, a bunch of different pieces, Many started times. to get a good idea of what that structure looks like. Sure, you know, those velocities are going to change, you know, shoot some BSPs, let's get a better idea of of how that goes, you know, wow. look at the sonic logs. I think it's important to, to really get to the value point, you know, and I think that's what these guys are, yeah. are going to be uh, pushed on this next year when they actually put the drill bit down. Right. Oh. Is, you know. Oh, oh, oh look at that guy. You're going to be standing on the rig. <laughs> <laughs> got the company hat on. <laughs> we already do that. Uh, oh, man. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's exciting. It's stuff. exciting what's yeah. happening. But, and that's, the value will be proven with production, right? That's. Yeah. Trying well, to say, like we said, what we spent thirty percent more on this than a typical with, to get all this data, and that, that maybe before we times get finished, the data, but it's thirty percent well, more. So. Once we and delineating, going to a company and giving actual value of their property is very difficult for scientists to do, mostly because we have extremely limited data. Either the right. geologists don't have enough well logs to give an accurate description, sure. or the seismic is so old and outdated, or yeah. coarsely shot that it's. You're just lying. Mm -hmm. You're doing the best you can, but it's crap, <laughs> yeah. right? Hey, yeah. man, yeah. that was an interpretation. Don't call me a liar. No, no. <laughs> you knew that was terrible. <laughs> I mean, for real, no, I really thought it was a good, good idea. Kind of, it looked like a hot dog. I thought maybe it's the shape. I don't well, know. Anyway. <laughs> like when, when I first got to Faskin, one of the big things Stoney and I was we're, we're trying to work on was, uh, you know, a long strike of that ranch. You have... Wolfberry plays that work vertically, and then as you go travel along strike, it completely cements up, and, and you have wow. a completely different system. Wow. Uh, and it's right. with oh. the way things were shot. You're not, you can, 
you can obviously send the seismic out to get reprocessed and have inversion work done with a company, but it's always wrong. Yeah. It's never ties back to production. Well, well again, it. right, that's when you're working with data that's yeah. bad, right? Exactly. Doing inversion on it, there's no actually, point, the right? Data you, you, gotta, was okay. you, you need to under- actually collect the data you needed. Right. So the old data had information in it, but you did, you missed, and this is kind of the talk I give at the SEG, is there's missing data. So the old data was okay, but it just was light. It didn't have a lot. And it's only going to give you so much information. And, and, and you know, it's not going to give you the right velocities. It's going to give you something that's a narrow azimuth. It's not going to give you the super steep dipping stuff. It's not going to change it. It's not going to help you on the elastic properties as much because you don't have enough offset, enough angles to put together. Those were all the criteria. We're yeah. going to try and collect this data set to go after and hunt down that's right. everything that's out there. I, I think it's two things. It's data and analytics, right? You know, we're in a statistical age right now. Everything's driven by statistics. A lot of data. But without good quality data, your analytical tools can't be predictive, right? And so, so yeah. your analytical degree, tools right, are only right. as good as the data you put into that's it. That's right. That's right. It's one of the big complaints of big data and, you know, with this AI and all that stuff. Yeah. They go, well, we might well, need and a little I mean, more yeah, data. And, that, and that's the point, though, right, is once you QC and you vet that data, good data, right, yeah. and then you run it through, that's where the value comes in. But when you just, it's the same thing, garbage in, garbage out, sure. right? Yeah, so and especially if you're asking yeah. it to do something that it just can't do, like you're well, explaining. And, and in this data, you know, one of Ron's criteria early on is uh, we, we described it, no fake data, okay? So I work for a processing company. You should I never did. say fake data. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's, I don't think it can. if I say fake data or not. Fake data. It's all fake. It's fake data. It's, is it fake data? Right. It's interpreted data, man. It ain't fake. It's, it's not. It's real data. <laughs> 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 but the point being is we wanted to make sure we had the real data that we didn't have to create in a processing center because a lot of data gets created. So we wanted to make sure, and I'd seen too many people get burned by creating data, especially in the short offset domain. We wanted to get to what the real data was and then make sure we had a solid anchor before we did any sort of high-end, weird uh, creation of data. And so this is, this is, this is a 1,024-fold standing on its own. There's no... At 41 and a quarter. At 41, 41 and a quarter. And, and I will say this, the, the synthetics are... <clears throat> The bed tie thickness on these synthetics without having ex- like bandwidth extensioning or frequency whitening, any of that crap, is so close, it's actually ridiculous. Like, it's so close, I emailed this stuff to Bruce, and I was like, ah, 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 Prove it. Prove it. Prove it. Prove it. Wow. No, that's it. Uh, but I think, I think the real question that, that you asked, Troy, was what's the value? And I think... That's where that's what these guys will get to get to. Oh man, nice. you guys are on yeah. it, man! You guys are it. You're creating it. You're literally creating value, which is a big difference in what people think progression really is. When you're creating value, that's a big difference than just kind of moving along and and everyone's happy with what you got or whatever. You guys are creating value. That's amazing. That's an ama- That's a creation. That's amazing. I want to go back to the thesis just real quick. And I'll tie it with this. You guys are talking about the value, Full right? Full circle. I like it. Full circle. We're talking economics, right? We're trying to make better. Circle back. 
Wells, Bronco, I can't say it any better. You know, your, your introduction reminded me a lot like the night Skips met you. <laughs> 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 I don't think we did. I don't think we did. I sat back and I, I just watched Bronco <laughs> in his moment. I just sat back. I got to watch it. It was a cinematic adventure, man. Rip out my soul. <laughs> I thought it was great. It's all out of love, man. To tie, <laughs> it tying it all back to economics, tying it all back to, you know, this, this word value or creative value. The thesis, in my opinion, for Fusselman time, under the big Pennsylvania nonconformity that, that Zeph's talking about in that thesis, it's popping almost perfectly east-west, which tells us our least amount of ten or our tension is north-south. Now that we know tension at that time, which lines up perfectly on time with the antler orogeny and the Acadian orogeny, we have east-west compression coming through the whole country at that time. Is the Permian feeling it? His thesis says absolutely, it is. So if that's true, then what needs to happen on his thesis, and I think where I, and I hope where you guys are going with this, is tying the production and the well logs to that feature. Give them all the vertical wells around that. Give them all the logs and tell them to look for porosity permeability. That's it. Just map porosity and permeability. Do an inversion on it. See if it stacks up. If it stacks up, it's probably going to stack up in some kind of structural relationship, Skippo. Off those big features is going to come conjugate faults, either at 60 degrees or 120 of that feature. It just breaks that way and it moves that way. You should be able to find that. You should be able to see that. And I think you can map it, man. You guys can map it. And, and that's the next step. I want to see that paper. It is. I mean, the, ne the next step is the original first step, right, is... You figure out the Bayesian evolution. You figure out deposition environments and zones and where you're at. And that I just know. hasn't been done yet. And it's not <clears throat> every geologist would love to have that, but you're, you know, you're living in the world you live in with the data you have. Sure. Yeah. But we're, you know, this but, is a long-term game for Stoney and I, and, right. and we're here to figure this out and drill responsibly. Honestly, yeah. so yeah. exciting. And I mean, yeah. and, and the story that you guys are going to be able to put together for right. for the Permian, Absolutely. just it's unbelievable, right? It's go in I mean, textbooks. I mean, going from speculation, right? Like, hey, look, this is coming from you know the Matador Arch, right? Is that where these yeah. sediments are coming from? Sure. These low stand, you know, sediments that are coming from the north. How how is it actually shedding off of the platform? How is this? How are these sediments actually being deposited from platform to margin to basin, right? It, it's, I'm, I'm stoked for you guys. It's, you guys are going to also fortunate to Charlie about that one. Stoney, didn't you say you guys could see what the fit. D or something stands on that you, you had speculated on something, one of the Wolf Camp E or D or F or the X, Y, Z? I don't know what it was. I don't even know F. This is news to me. I don't know what I'm talking about now, but wasn't Rock there like <laughs> something you could actually see that you could see in the logs, but you couldn't see, but now you're picking up? Can you Whoa. Can you, there, there, uh, there's, there's more of that than you would think. And, and it's, you know, okay. it's a, it's, we're not ready yet. It, we don't have the right. final product. But as we, as we sit today, it's uh, even bigger than the stratigraphic stuff is the structural complexity is more than any of us ever really thought, thought before was yeah. there. And that's what, um, you know, that, that is one of the major controlling drivers of deposition, wow. which gets us these features. It, I mean, you have to go back to the, you know, everything goes back to that. And Stoney has wow. been doing, how I don't know how many wells you've done petrophysics on with, with Icon. And as soon as this data drops, it goes to Andrew's group with Stoney's knowledge of the geology, and they're going to imply this all back into the seismic. It's all that in, yeah, is it's going to be very, very, very interesting. The papers, yeah. man, the papers, man. Very interesting wow. yeah. stuff. Right. Now we're going to learn. Of, speaking of papers, Andrew speaks tomorrow. Got one tomorrow. Yes. Okay, yeah. what's, what time? What's the schedule here? What are we talking about? Uh, it's 11, I think, or something. 
It's around 11. So right 11. after the first break. 11. Right after the first break, yeah, you go I live. So. I think it's the yeah. first one right after the first break, yeah. We're going to be I better see everyone in that exhibit hall at 11. Yes. I know. Exhibit yeah. hall. 11 a.m. tomorrow. Uh, hold on. Let's make It's a sure. good one. I mean, I yeah. worked with Stoney, oh. Ron, and Bruce. All, <laughs> no, of us, it, it, all of us put this together. It is. Yeah. Got it's the good. Always it's prepared, dude. Always working with Stoney. Uh, 11.15. 11.15. Get there at 11. He'll do that for like my performance uh-huh. evaluation, too. We carry that shit around. Come into a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me pull this out. <laughs> and I got a note like, how, how many pockets are in that thing? Okay, <laughs> so Andrew's speaking tomorrow cool. you know, about this data set. And if you're in Denver next week, yeah. APG SEG, which I'll is a combined up there meeting, on that. Yeah. Yeah. Sir. Bruce yeah. will be speaking, speaking uh, Monday, next uh, Monday. Yeah, Monday at 1. A uh, one, so oh, yeah. it's in the acquisition uh, historical section. Yeah, man, uh, history, uh, history of acquisitions. So. And then maybe if uh, we could be there, can we? Maybe be if there? we can I'm, I'm get some work I'm gonna done. be living there, so yeah, we'll give some talks there. next year. Nice on the interpretation. Nice. Like that. Yeah, wow, I'm gonna keep you to that, Stony. Yep. I hey. said maybe. See <laughs> <laughs> hey, Wells do first. I'll see you at the Tucson Gym and Mineral Show at I least. Would, I will see you there. I yeah. will see you then. We'll get an update. I hope you're coming. I hope everybody comes, man. Tucson. He's driving. <laughs> Tucson in January, February in Tucson. The city of Tucson brings every rock from the world, literally, to that place. I've not been, but I'm gonna, it's on my bucket list. The I might as well go this year, right? Should go. Yeah. The planet go. feels it, I think. All that rock literally flies in on planes. I think there's like seismicity that week because there's so much more added rock to the whole area. I'm not kidding. It's amazing. You can't go a month and see the same rock. they have to pump up the tires rock. on the planes before they land? Maybe a side field trip to the... The graphene. Oh, oh yeah. What? Ooh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, Did this my just goodness. happen? We, Andrew, all we need is somebody to sponsor show short course happening now. <laughs> graphene, graphene. Uh, uh, WTGS event. Black shale that has graphene in it in western Arizona. That uh, kind of has some, that rings to the okay. Permian. I ain't been to Fair. Arizona yet. You haven't been to Arizona mm. yet? We can do a graphene field trip. We can walk up to the outcrop. The graphene's sitting up right there, by the way, and there's like a five-page little write-up. That's actual graphene. If you cho- oh, if you chop that down right now, crush it up. You said you can catch anything. You should have thrown it Turn it, it into a paint, paint it on a wall, plug wires into it, you'll get a current. With that material, that's amazing material. It's right in his hand right now. Um, anyone else want to see it? Can I get some? <laughs> no. Let the, the people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're not invited on the trip anymore. Look at that, dude. Look at the structure on that. It's overturned Grand Canyon section. The field trip would be lights out. Legendary lights out. We, te- we know the guys who own the claims. Not a problem. Huh? Don't touch the Azurite, though. If Ooh, you touch the Azurite Malachite there? or the Azurite on this outcrop, it's fighting words. That's, those are beautiful copper minerals, though. So yeah, that's we right. That's why we're there. Azurite, the <laughs> well, you can't dig it out of the rock, all right? Now, if you traverse your way down one of Can those old shafts. Am I allowed to borrow it? Tell me what a good time. No, no, can't. I can't just keep it for fifty years in my rock in your hand. Get it back when I'm done. <laughs> that thing's cool, man. That thing's really cool. cool. Okay, I'm excited for you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. I know yeah. it's, it's anxious. I know it's, yeah. <clears throat> it's not oh. all perfect and ready to go. You guys are riding the line of you're creating value. There's risk when you create value. You can't undo that. That's natural, man. You can't be. You just you recycle it into motivation opportunity, optimism, get to the work, get up before your alarm clock goes off because you guys are creating value, man. I'm so excited to just see what happens, man. We get to do that. No, this is going to be amazing. 
It's, and there's it's, there's a grateful, lot of very grateful for the opportunity. Faskin put the trust in our department. Stony and I, big Adam, time, big honest time. to God, and and this none of this would have happened without Bruce Fairfield, Andrew's input, all that stuff. Like I said, Bruce is the only one who was ready to nerd out for a year <laughs> just to get this going. He loves it, and that's it's, what it's that's what I live for. Bruce's yeah. life. He recognized. Yeah. Literally, Bruce's isn't, that, life. isn't that why we're all here? Though? Not, that's, that's why right. we should not be here. Smoke, hey, that's I'm why here. I'm here. It's the a love of the science, and it's the love of knowledge, and it's yes. the love of figuring out the unknown. Yeah. That's what it's the about. Well, in this data man. set, I mean, we're just scratching the surface of what's in it. We'll be we'll be working this data set for years because there's so much more stuff that we haven't even especially with have, the share component. Well, especially with yeah. the share component, yeah. but even the P wave stuff. I think we're going to find some interesting, yeah. interesting stuff that we just hadn't really thought about wow. uh, in the past. So there'll be a lot of other you know technical papers and stuff that we're going to go look at and figure out, especially in the near surface. You talk about the Santa Rosa. Uh, this is the first data set we've really had super short offsets to where we can actually build a true near surface. Uh, tomography model for things like depth imaging and, th- and stuff like that. So there is there's so much that we are just getting started with. Man, I could tell. Yeah, that's the story. That's cool. I'm excited to be here. Thank you guys for doing this show. Thank Thanks, you for Troy. sitting down. Oh, man. Thank, thank you, 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 so much, you Thank you, Troy. Shout out to the IFF, the Iron Freedom Foundation, man, what you guys thank are you, doing. Sir. That story that's being told there is amazing. Yeah, Pay appreciate. attention to that, man. Thank you for what you do. Everything, man. And thanks, Fast. Thanks for I mean, putting this on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate the hell out of it, dude. Right on, yeah. man. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, 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 can we let's take a moment to just enjoy what's in front of us? Just the conversations that are happening. Hey, what's up, Josh? Look at you. Oh, 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 give me one more. Yeah. One more try. Oh! Hi, ball. I don't for it. Oh! Oh! Look at those hands. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if I didn't have those amazing reflection, you know, reaction time, I would have got hit by that. Yeah. You would have yeah. cut but that I one saw in the face. It, yeah. And my matrix turned on, and I, I matrix. dipped it. You see me? Yeah. I ghosted that yeah. thing, and I didn't even feel it. He was going to the league. He told me. I didn't have enough time to get up. I didn't want to break things. I saw things that could break. I said, I can't use my hands. I got to move. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Damn it, Jimmy. This different. has gone too far. This yes. has gone on for too yeah. long, yeah. ladies and yes. gentlemen. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, Fairfield, I want you I know guys to stay goes. for a minute, but Ronco and Stoney, thank you for joining the show. Absolutely. Thanks yeah. for having us. Right on, man. Right. See you next time. I'm out. Appreciate right. it. Hopefully Stoney. next time we can get the Faskin family on the stage. That'd be, that'd be oh, fun. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Oh, no, you I mean, guys can just hang out there. We're just yeah. saying thank you for what you guys have done. The, the amount of time and attention you put on this. Obviously, we're yeah. talking about the real value here. You guys are contributing to creating the value. You are a part. You are that story, right? Yeah. I mean, that. So I wanted to say thank you guys for that yeah. and that time. And I mean, and how quickly you're turning this around. I mean, you're already giving talks on the data, which is awesome, right? Because most people would just shove it in their pocket. Well, you know, that's wait a big, for a later date. But like right away, you guys are. That is a big thing that was important to Faskin. And I give a huge shout out to these guys. In a day and age when lawyers won't let you talk about stuff, Faskin wants us to talk about. It. They want the industry to grow. They want things to happen, and that's a special. Special place yeah, to be. Yeah, I think it's that's so huge. Cool. And then you couple it with people who love seismic data. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, how many times do we just talk about data every day? How many 9.3 or how many, how many uh, 9C 3D VSPs do you get from surface to basement to integrate with your seismic? Yeah. Oh, yeah. not just one, but three. <laughs> okay. What did that? What that for well, you? That must have been. It was a geek moment, big time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah, it's, you were on vacation for a couple of weeks after that came in. <laughs> you had to like just take it in. Yeah. 
Fairfield Geotechnologies, thank you for joining the PB Podcast. We're going to take a short break, okay. and we're going to come back up and bring up some people that's uh, from the crowd. We're going to do a little happy hour. Keep this thing going, right. and uh, we're excited to be here with everybody. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you, guys. It's fun. Yeah, thanks for yeah. having us. Good time. Uh, Andrew, Bruce, always a pleasure.